Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about negative self-talk. Have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? This classic comedy stars Bill Murray as a man who wakes up each day condemned to relive moment by moment the day he lived yesterday. No matter what he does to create a new experience, everyone around him behaves in their same predictable way. I have a groundhog moment in my professional life. It happens during a course I deliver called Presentation Skills Coaching. Let me use Lauren, a recent participant, as an example. She got up and made her presentation while I videotaped her. Her speaking style was, I thought, succinct and articulate. Her physical presence was confident and relaxed. I felt she could improve her eye contact and use numbers to promote clarity, but in general I thought she was quite mature in her style. When she finished, I asked Lauren, So, how was that for you? And that's when Groundhog Day began. Oh my gosh, that was dreadful, she said. I was talking a mile a minute and I couldn't seem to slow down, and every other word out of my mouth was an um. Plus, I couldn't steady my hand when I went to hit the mouse, and I was rocking back and forth like crazy. And she went on while I handed out forms for people to record her feedback, and I set up the playback. I stopped her and said, Lauren, hold on a minute, let's watch the disc. I pushed play, and there on the screen was a handsome young professional who had absolutely no relation to her self-description. I let the DVD play for almost a minute before freezing it. I asked her, do you think the woman on the screen was talking a mile a minute? No, she said, clearly surprised. And was she swaying or umming or trembling? No, but that's really how it felt to me, she said. That's my Groundhog Day. Every year, I listen to hundreds of presenters recite a list of all the ways they failed. And then they see the playback, and the evidence shows quite the contrary. The lesson here is that when we're under stress, or in new situations, or feeling uncomfortable, most of us are unable to assess ourselves accurately, and the voice that we hear most loudly in our head is full of doubt and self-criticism. And because we're in unfamiliar territory, we end up believing our negative self-talk. I feel there's a larger issue here than just the fact that our negative self-talk makes us feel bad. I believe that as actors on the corporate stage, it's critical that we know how to improve our performance. But if we listen to a falsely negative voice, we can end up hurting ourselves more than helping. Imagine a vice president of sales in a meeting with a make-or-break client. She doesn't get the response she was hoping for. Driving away, she begins to assess her performance. But because of the pressure, she's unable to assess herself realistically. Well, what happens? First, she begins to focus on problems no one in the room experienced. So she ends up fixing things that aren't broken. Second, because she isn't seeing clearly, she'll most likely report inaccurately to her boss and her team. This often results in inappropriate actions and reactions. Third, at her next presentation, she's likely to put a lot of energy into worrying about things that just aren't real. That worry will use up some of her capacity, and her performance will actually decline. This cycle is all too real. I see it all the time. So what's the fix? First, learn to recognize that the critical voice in your head is not speaking the truth to you. Don't allow it to stand unchallenged. 
check that negative self-talk against reality. That voice might be accurate, but odds are it's not. Next, do what professionals do. Find someone you trust to give you feedback. Actors have directors. Athletes have coaches. Whom do you have? We all need someone who isn't hijacked by adrenaline or emotional investment to stand on the sidelines to let us know what we could do differently. Figure out who that person is. Then, listen to the podcast called Getting Good Feedback. It was originally posted in September 2009, and it's available on our website or in iTunes. That podcast has a simple model for getting good feedback. Use it to get feedback that will be realistic and helpful. The important skill to take away from this podcast is to learn to recognize that the voice in your head that is full of negative self-talk rarely speaks the truth. Listening to that voice will derail you from achieving the look and sound of leadership. Many of our podcasts are about getting good feedback and managing your inner dialogue. Aside from the one called Getting Good Feedback, some others you might listen to are Playback as Feedback, Handling Feedback Effectively, Assume Equality, and Choosing Stories Over Truth. You can find those and all our other podcasts on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's, dot com. From our homepage, click the navigation button marked Coaching Tips. That'll take you to a searchable archive of our podcasts and years of executive coaching tips. From the archive, you can also download PDFs of every tip to save for yourself or to forward to others. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for The Look and Sound of Leadership. Until next time, this is Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.